Welcome to the Global Digital Banker. My name is Adele Grissoff and this is RFI Group's data-backed podcast focused on key trends, thought leadership and best practice within the fast-growing and dynamic world of digital banking. This week's episode focuses on business sentiment and expansion into Asian markets. Eleanor Page, Global Commercial Director at RFI Group, shares data-backed insights into business trends in the region, the three key drivers for expansion, and the opportunities for banks planning on entering these markets. Pleased to be joined by Ellie Page, Global Commercial Director for RFI Group. And today we're discussing business sentiment and expansion into ASEAN markets. So RFI Group does lots of ongoing research into the business banking space. So could you start by giving me an overview about some of the business banking trends you're seeing across the Asian markets that we cover in our research? Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Great to be on the podcast again. You're right, RFI does lots of research into business banking, and we look at two key segments. We look at the SME segment, which is businesses um, with annual revenue up to 10 million US in local currency equivalent, and then we cover mid-market as well, so 10 million to 500 million. It's really that mid-market segment that is probably most exciting for us when we think about um, the sentiment of those businesses. Uh, We cover a lot of countries across Asia. So we cover China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, India for our business banking research. But today I think I'd like to focus on those ASEAN markets. Within that cooperative economic zone, there are lots of ongoing ties between businesses. We see in our research when we talk to businesses and we interview CFOs, CEOs, etc. of businesses... Already in that segment in Singapore, 77% of businesses have some kind of physical operations overseas. But in addition to that, those Singaporean businesses, 30% of them want to add new markets. And this is a theme that we see pretty consistently across the region. So very positive sentiment in that respect. And that positive sentiment plays through into some of the metrics that we track around banking. So one of the things that we look at is product uptake. When businesses are expanding, they're going to need more products. They're going to need trade finance. They're going to need FX. And we see very, very high demand for new products across the region. So to give you a bit of a view on this, for businesses in Malaysia in this mid-market segment, 88% say they're going to take up a new banking product in the next 12 months. Now, Maybe not all of them will, but if we compare that to some more developed markets and Western markets, that's pretty high. From a sentiment perspective, there's also a direct correlation between how happy they are and how satisfied they are with their bank and their likelihood to take up products. So in order, if we think about key markets in Asia, Singapore has the lowest overall market NPS around banking. Um, Still high, still positive and also slightly lower satisfaction. Next best is Malaysia, then Thailand, then Indonesia, and that has a direct correlation with the proportion of businesses who are going to take up new products. So the happier they are with their bank, the more products they're going to take up. We don't think that's just to do with banking, though. We think that's to do with, in each of those markets, in order again, they have an increasing desire to expand within their region, within the ASEAN region. And there's a couple of other Asian markets that come up in their choices for expansion, like Hong Kong, Japan, etc. So 
Let's touch more upon that then. There's obvious interest in expansion across those regions. What do you think some of the drivers are for businesses uh, across the ASEAN region for expansion? The key driver, as one would probably expect, is just the sheer economic growth. So it's that growth story. It's the Asia growth story which is driving these businesses. They see the opportunity. They want to take it. And this actually plays through back in products again around really high credit demand. Obviously, credit demand needs to be managed properly for risk. Mm. But yeah, very high credit demand really for companies to be able to fund their growth, manage their cash flow and take advantage of that economic situation and the economic growth. Another key factor that comes into play is actually political stability. Mm. So low rates of agreement, but it's still in the top three reasons why businesses are looking to expand they now see that there is good governance in place and the regulatory framework within ASEAN, what's been set up between the countries as well, is the third reason that these businesses um, feel confident. So, for example, if we look at, let's say, Indonesia, their top reason is economic growth, um, followed by the regulatory framework, and then the economic conditions overall is actually number three in Indonesia, followed fast by that um, good governance piece. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a positive outlook. So in terms of opportunities for banks to enter these markets, what are some of the similarities and differences across these regions? So I think there is a need to, yes, think regionally and understand that a lot of demand for banking products in each market is driven by the expansion story across the ASEAN region, and those trade links are really important. But if you're dealing with a business in Indonesia compared to dealing with a business in Singapore, it's a very different game. So what we see in our research is we see that Indonesia and Thailand, for example, are very happy to do things by digital channels and particularly mobile channels. So we think of Singapore. Singapore's got great infrastructure, great access around technology, and yes, businesses will do their day-to-day transactional tasks through online banking predominantly, and also, you know, 20-30% of them across a range of tasks like doing payroll, transferring funds, all that kind of stuff, they're happy to use mobile. Thailand and Indonesia, that's about 50 or 60%. So thinking strategically about how do we grow as a bank in that market, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all for each market. So, yeah, some key differences around that. There's also some differences in terms of the kind of information that businesses look for when they're expanding. So, for example, if we look at Thailand, businesses who are based in Thailand, who are looking to expand to other markets, their first port of call for information and advice is actually government agencies. That's who they want to go to. That's who they think is the best place to provide them with advice. For Indonesia, that's a different story. For them, it's actually research and trade associations, and they're more likely to go directly to their bank as well for advice. So thinking about How do we position with business customers in Indonesia versus business customers in Thailand, especially for regional banks or global banks, um, is an important consideration. And so what are some of those other considerations for banks? So the overall story seems very positive, uh, but are there any things that banks should be particularly aware of? I think one of the things, and it's something that we talk with our clients about, is lots of opportunity 
in ASEAN. Let's not forget the One Belt, One Road initiative flows through ASEAN as well, and that's creating a lot of excitement. There's a lot of potential, there's a lot of projects coming online or being open for requests for proposals and things like that. I think there is the possibility that projects may take longer than expected or may not complete in the way that that the business has hoped to happen. So I think that bit is um, a little bit just just understanding what's enthusiasm and what's reality is really, really important. And that's one of the areas that we're really excited about in our research, you know, looking into that business sentiment more deeply and seeing what's excitement and and what's reality, which is always, I think, a challenge for, for any bank that's looking to pick the right winners amongst their business banking customers. So as always, it's, it comes back to just truly understanding the customers that the focus for bank. Absolutely. Well, that's a great overview. Thanks so much for joining us this week, Ellie. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks, Sarah. We hope you enjoyed the episode this week. To view the show notes from this episode, head to globaldigitalbanker.com. To get in touch with us, check out our Instagram, Global Digital Banker, Twitter at GDB Podcast, or on Facebook under Global Digital Banker Podcast. If you're interested in being a part of the show or would like to let us know what you think of this episode, email us at gdbpodcast at rfigroup.com. 